0: Welcome to The Radical Christian Life with Doug and Paula.
1: We're so excited as we discuss what it looks like to live the radical Christian life, following Jesus no matter the call, no matter the cost.
0: Yeah, so let's get to it.
1: Well, welcome back in our series on Christian missions, and today we're um, going to talk about our all our parts involved in Christian missions and what we should be doing. So um, we're answering the three questions. Uh, three questions I always ask. And let me just go off on a rabbit trail right from the beginning. But <laughs> anytime you're teaching or speaking to people, even parenting, you would just want to think about the three questions: What do I do? Why should I do it? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. And just anything of you're you're helping people to to change, to bring change about. They're always going to think, okay, what do you want me to do? You know, or um, how about just be nice? Okay, <laughs> what do I do? Just be nice. You know, you're kind of a, you know. Kind of a grumpy old man. You know? so, <laughs> hey, I'm not talking to myself, but anyways, you know, okay. Okay. Why should I do that? Yeah. Cause no one likes you. No one wants to be around you. Okay. 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 How do I do it? Okay. Well, a gentle word turns away wrath, but smile. a harsh word turns up anger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smile. Yeah. That's a good one. If yeah. told me he wants to imitate you and smile more. And so. Then I punched him. No, I did. That's bad. That's bad. I didn't. We do not believe in no. violence like that. So, yes, so, yeah. some
0: people are more yeah. smiling than That's others. right. That's okay. okay, but
1: so what are, What are we supposed to do, Paula? Yeah, what, we the-
0: are supposed to be involved in Christian missions.
1: Great. Yes. As
0: believers. That's right. As God's believers. great commission. Yes,
1: you have no excuse. You are called to be involved in missions. It's part of the great commission that's that given is to all of us. the
0: advancement of the glory of God no, the, no, crossing, to the world.
1: Yeah. Crossing cultures, yes, to advance the glory of God on earth. That's right. Yes. That's it. Yep. Good. And then we have five reasons. We talked about those both two weeks in a row, so you can go back and listen to that. But yes. the reasons we want God's name to be known throughout the whole earth is the bottom line. Yeah. Because God is worthy of it. God is worthy of every person to praise him. Yes. So it's not about missions. Isn't Always remember. I love to say this. It's not about, oh, those poor natives over there. We have to go help them. No, it's not about them. It's about God. They should be praising God because God is worthy of their praise. (laughs) Missions is about God. It's not about those poor people over there. That's a bad way to think about missions. Mm. So anyways, now comes the last question. How do I do it? Yeah. Well, you kind of forgot
0: that one part of that. We gave some definitions about what is missions and what is a missionary. Yes. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're a little confused about that, just go back and listen to it. Yes,
1: and we'll talk about that. Yep.
0: And today is the pragmatic. I am pragmatic. Yes. Nothing. Yeah. You are. Some sometimes my family prefers to call that Debbie Downer.
1: No, no. What do we call you? The Dream Crusher. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) The Dream Crusher. The kids always say that because, and I'm a dreamer, and some of the kids are dreamers. Like, oh, (laughs) we're gonna do this. You'll ask the pragmatic question. We're like. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Dream <laughs> yeah, this crusher. Is true. Yeah, that's Just right. very
0: practical. So, yes, today go. we are going to though deal with how do I do it or how can I be involved mm-hmm. in Christian missions? I think that that's the question you guys are answer asking today.
1: Yes. yes so, think.
0: okay, so what? So how do I do it?
1: Well, there's the three famous I mean there's the famous answer you hear most in most church you've been around for a while, you know what is the famous uh, everybody tells
0: Pray, give and go. Pray,
1: give and go. Or
0: that's- Pray, give, or go. Yes, usually. Yes, is what what is. So said. you'll
1: hear those three things, and uh, I think that's actually right.
0: Mm.
1: I I don't have a big squibble. Problem? I wanted to say squibble. <laughs> squibble, man. big problem. I don't want to quibble. Quibble. That's the word. Quibble, not squibble. I don't want to quibble about it. Maybe this is why that little nine-year-old girl said you were the smarter one. <laughs> She probably had moments just like this. Just said, "Yeah, that she's the smarter one." So, anyways, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So you're
0: you're uh, a vocal, you know, processor. Yes. That yes,
1: yes. So, yes. anyways, I don't want to. I actually think that's a great definition. You don't want to quit? Pray, give, go. Yes, I don't want to quote. Yes, pray, you. give, and go. But yes. I think we need to explore this a little more biblically. So let's yeah. let's break this down, okay? Yep.
0: We're always about the Bible. You yes. know that. Yes. So the so first one is pray. pray. Um, and Jesus said in Matthew 9, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So yeah. this is Jesus saying that. Yeah. He's telling us to pray to send out missionaries. Yes,
1: and it, I like the word... Uh, our translation here, I think, New American Standard. This is might be, yeah, I think it's New American Standard. Pray earnestly, and it's not just pray. It's 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 a different word than you usually hear. Like when Jesus says pray, you know, when he's telling us how to pray in mm. the Lord's Prayer and that. This is a different word for pray. It has the idea of begging, you know. Yeah. Or, or like really going to town, beseeching, Beseech. which is a yeah, that's an old word. word. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. And uh, you're 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 begging because you haven't. You see a need. Mm. I need this. I need this helping. Yeah. That. So
0: it's kind of like a little bit of how when we're uh, in a bad situation or we're praying for healing, it's that yeah. same thing. It's yes. not just a prayer. It's a it's a prayer of the heart. Yes. And that's what Jesus is telling us to. But I want to ask you, Doug. I want to springboard off this for a second. Jesus can do anything. He yes. sent out yeah. the disciples, didn't he, yeah. in yeah. the Great Commission? Why can't Jesus just do this?
1: Yeah, why do we need to pray? Yeah. To that? Because—
0: That interests me. It,
1: it is. It's a great question, and it goes into the free will and sovereignty and God—why didn't God just send them out? What What, what do you mean we got to pray for people? Why doesn't he just stir their hearts and they go? No, mm-hmm. well, this is the great thing about God. He wants us to partner and participate in his kingdom work and his— um. Yeah, it, he 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 wants us. He he uses us. And he, I want to be careful here, but because this can sound like we can manipulate God or we can but God is waiting for us to be involved in his work. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to accomplish it. Don't get me wrong. That's the sovereignty part. But in the free will part, he is waiting for us to 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 pray, to move, to do something, to activate the work that he wants to do. Now that word "activates" a very interesting word. Does that mean he won't activate if we don't do our part? Well, again, he's going to accomplish his will. Yes, he just wants to use us, and in this part, he wants us to pray before he's going to unleash, mm. and that's part of it.
0: Wasn't well, that the whole idea of prayer anyway? Really? Yeah. At the heart of it, he wants us to be a part.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what he's doing. Yeah, because people, why pray if God already knows? Because he wants you to. (laughs) Okay. What He told you to and he wants you to. So what's the problem here? Go get in your yeah. little closet and figure out, you know, try to figure out all the theological aspects of it. But why don't you just be obedient and do it? Yeah. So that's yeah. what I would say. I also. did a
0: deep dive into prayer a couple of years ago. And really, that's what I ended up with. Like, yeah. it was great. I mean, I loved it. it, it, it I learned a lot theologically. But at, at the end, like, I was like, I just actually need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And uh, the second one then is give. So we have pray and we have give.
1: Yes. So, okay. Yeah. So, be, how often do we pray? Do you pray for missionaries? Mm-hmm. And th- I'm not. That's not a guilt trip because as soon as I say it, I'm like, oh, you know, I actually haven't prayed for our missionaries for a little. I have a booklet. I have every day. I pray for missionaries. And that, but we were just traveling, and I didn't have my book with me, so I didn't really pray for the missionaries. So it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a good Christian now, and you know that guilt trip. And yes. so, that's not the point. But the point is, do you have a plan? Do you have anywhere in your space where you're praying for missions, mm-hmm. for the advancement? Um, one of the little things I do is first thing in the morning. I have my little routine. I've told that, but one of the things. In so my-
0: you you went back into prayer, and yeah. I was actually talking about giving. So do you want
1: to keep going? Well. Let's give something practical.
0: Yes. because I, I
1: Yeah, I, I think we're talking about praying and then most people don't pray. Yeah. What does it mean? So yeah. I mean, let's face it. If I stopped and asked the average Christian in our church, how are you praying for missions this week? I think I'm going to get a blank stare. Don't you? Yeah. You, I mean, yes. unless they're yeah unique, uh, but the average Christian doesn't pray for missions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very convinced of that. I haven't done a survey. Maybe you can do a survey for us, listener, and send it in <laughs> to me. I'd love to be pleasantly surprised because of the 50 people you interviewed in your church, and 49 of them are praying daily for missions. I would be thrilled to see that statistic. Mm. <laughs> but one of the things I do that may help some people, I downloaded an app. You can get it from the Joshua Project. I think mine's from the Joshua Project. But there's these apps out there to pray, and you can just Google search uh, praying for unreached people groups. Mm-hmm. And so every day, actually, I'm just talking. Let me, what's it called? The un, Yeah, unreached. Yeah, the Joshua Project, Unreached, unreached. Uh, People. Yeah, Unreached in the Joshua Project. Yeah, Just Google search that. Every day I have a new people group that comes up that I pray for. And it, it's really cool. It gives you a map where they're located. So today I was praying for the Chapong in India. I'm just doing this. I just pulled this up. So early this morning, mm-hmm. that's the very first thing I did. After I did my routine of saying the Lord's Prayer and and that, I got, before I do my Bible reading, I pray for an Unreached People group. Mm-hmm. And it tells you about the p- group This is a people group in Northern India. It's got 1,400 people and no known Christians. And, uh, but actually in, yeah. So anyways. That's a great
0: practical way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I do it a little bit different. Like I use cards. And so I have missionaries that we support and pray for, and they're on my card. And so on Monday, I pray for this one. On Tuesday, I pray for this one. um, And so on and so forth. So yeah. that I'm very people, relational-oriented, so that keeps me relationally connected.
1: Yeah, and I another thing I do is, and so I don't do th- my, I'd like to say I pray for my missionaries daily. I don't always, because I have a special prayer closet that I go to, a special place I go to with a booklet in it, and when I go in sp- for my extended periods of prayer times, that's when I, I actually have the missionaries listed in there by days. Mm. So there's just different ways to do it, and yeah. I just said that because, Whoa. just
0: to give you an idea doug yeah. i
1: thought you walked on water you don't pray for a missionary every day mm. no i don't I, i'd like to mm. but in my in my plan that's not but you
0: know it's always what we say are you on an upward trajectory yeah you know nobody's at perfection it's, i think we all could take a step back and go yeah i mm. wish i did this i wish i yeah. did that well
1: it's the but, my flawed way of praying for missionaries maybe what's the the old moody thing you know my my poor evangelism is better than your no evangelism you know so <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I guess i'm not trying to make you feel guilty if you're you know mm-hmm. listening but we want to spur you on yeah. that you should I be too pre- All people can pray. Yeah. All people can pray. Yeah.
0: Well, and in in our church, our church is a huge giving church to missions. Huge. And we have missionaries we support. If you probably, you go to a different church, church, that's great. Contact your church. Yeah, find out who your missionaries and pray for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Get their newsletters. Get their updates. Yeah. Find out how you can pray for them. Good. Everyone should be praying. Yeah. I'm a firm believer. All right. What's number two? Number two is give. I believe everyone (laughs) can give too. Yeah. And even if it's just... widow's might you can just give a dollar you know to missions or something are you doing something to Mm -hmm. show god in your heart through your actions because he's in fact we're going to quote it but i'll just say it right now in matthew 6 21 where your head treasure is is your heart also Mm. put a dollar toward missions you're showing from your heart your treasure that missions is important so
0: i had a friend who did something really cool is they were spending a lot at starbucks and so what they decided is because the Lord convicted them, and they were like, "I don't have any extra money to give." And then they decided, you know what, I'm going to make coffee at home, and instead, I'm going to give that to missions. Yeah. And you know, maybe that wasn't a huge offering, but it was from their heart. <laughs> what are you I mean, talking about? So Could cool. have been three dollars
1: a day. Well, yeah, 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 I was, yeah, 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 yeah that adds yeah, up. Exactly. That adds up. So yeah,
0: yeah, and remember, a missionary is one who is sent. Yeah. And supporting financially is part of sending. Yeah.
1: Someone. I remember last week when we talked about it, that was a big thing. Missionaries are sent, they're sent from churches, sent by people, and they're supported by people. And yes. And financial support. And we know this. Because we were cross-cultural missionaries overseas, and now we're still working in missions to advance the gospel. I want to be careful calling ourselves missionaries. Yeah. Okay? We work is in missions. We work with missionaries. We do this. We cross cultures. We're missional. Yes. Yeah, yes. And <laughs> but that. yeah,
0: to say we're a missionary, we really aren't, because we aren't living in that cross, cross-cultural yeah. context yeah. right so now. so But what's really encouraging is we, uh, in this role and time of our life, is we're— helping keep people on the
1: field well and the, yeah, which but,
0: I love is part of our role it, it's really interesting um because that that really I'm not trying to build us up in this area at all but there are missionaries that are on the field because the lord sent us to encourage them
1: yeah and it's cool well yes i hope this does is a little self-effacing but I actually got a chance to talk to a young man in one of the most more more remote places in the world and share the gospel with him and help spur him on to walk with Jesus and do something to advance the the glory of God on earth. Mm -hmm. And exactly in in a place I never would have had if I was still living in the Middle East. Yeah. I mean, so we actually have some cool ways God is using us to help fulfill this missionary call. So we can talk cool. about, sorry, I didn't yeah. make that about us. That was kind of weird. I no, don't know how that got no. on, but anyways,
0: but people with financial resources should support missions. Yes. If you, now can you do that through your church? Yes. Now
1: th- this is above tithes. It this is. This is a talking, but Good. thanks much, for bringing that up. Cause I was going to, but the danger of most people, especially people who live in abundance they I'm finding this more and more. They love to tithe and pastors love to talk to them about the tithe because they're like, oh man, the guy makes let's just say just pick a number, let's say a million dollars. Oh, man it makes a million dollars. We can give him the tithe. He can give a hundred thousand dollars to a church. <laughs> Woo! All the way for Jesus, right? And the pastor's <laughs> excited, the guy's excited, hallelujah. And God's not quite as excited. Why? Because he had the mentality, oh, I gave my ten percent, now the ninety percent's for me. Now mm. I got nine hundred thousand dollars that I can play with my you know, play play with that I can spend on all my fun things and want to do. And you know, we don't want to be dream crushers, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing it back. Pragmatic. Enjoy. I yeah.
0: prefer, I prefer the name pragmatic. Yeah. But
1: yeah. but this is that Matthew, that's where I quoted where your treasures are heartbeat. Also, but what comes right yeah. before that? Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth you know, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Yeah. That's what you should be doing with that yeah. $900,000. Use it to meet your needs. Yes. Have a house. Yes. Have a car. Yes. Have a savings account for a rainy day. Yes. Have a plan so that you retirement because the way we live in the West and how retirement is. Yeah. i, I mean, we're not saying, you, you know, go become a pauper and give it all away. And, mm. and, the, but you have a great amount of resources that you can be get used to store up treasures in heaven
0: Yeah, because it counts for eternity yeah
1: i mean listen to what paul says to rich people and if you live in america there's a good chance you fall in the rich category Mm -hmm. if you've ever done a google search what's considered rich by the standards around the world and i i forget what it is in america but like i don't want to say the statistic but there's a good chance you're rich yeah. compared to somebody compared around to the, world, the world, the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And Paul says in First Timothy, I'm reading out of chapter 6, instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited or to fix their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Instruct them to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is life, indeed. Yeah, that there, is great. Yeah,
1: there you go. So I love
0: that, and you know what? When we when we talk like this, Doug and I wrestle with these own things, our, these own ourselves. Yeah, like it's not just us sitting you know at a table talking to you and saying this. Like we wrestle with these things. We want to be about the kingdom things. Yes.
1: So, and there's no law. That's Mm. people want law. That's why tithing is so dangerous. It becomes a law. I did my 10%. I'm a good Christian now. And then the. I'm a narcissist with everything else. <laughs> you know?
0: I, I remember that one time you said about that, where, because you get asked that, like, oh, oh you know, do I have to give 10%? Yeah. And you're like, no, you can give way above beyond yeah, <laughs> <You know>? this, <laughs> yeah,
1: The favorite one I've had, I do that a lot and I have fun, but there was one lady who just made a beeline up to me and was complaining about the tithe, and she's just ranting and raving. You know, our church talks about the tithe, and we I don't have the tithe. And I'm like, whoa, 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 lady, you're exactly right. <laughs> you are free in Jesus Christ. You see her start to smile a bit. I go, you know what? You are so free that you could give 20% if you want. <laughs> Man, she left and never came back, I don't think. Because people want to be cheap with God. Drives yeah, don't me be crazy. Cheap with God. Because yeah. and and if you ever want to just do a little deep dive on your own, um, uh, because a lot of people get upset about you know church and money and giving and all that, just read 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9. All of it, Paul's talking about how by giving we advance the gospel we advance it you give what oh what's one of my memory verses uh second second corinthians 9 5, 14. um now nah, forget it, it's first corinthians 9, <laughs> forget it. yeah it's uh but basically those who uh, those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel mm. we are supposed to support missions and pastors and people who proclaim the gospel and do you know christian work we are we're just supposed to And it's all in second corinthians uh, 8 and 9 you can read about that how the church mm. paul was commending the church because of their participation in advancing the yes. gospel and that yeah. but then he paul ends, does that
0: frequently he does yeah. he
1: does that a lot yeah i could just say in name scriptures but here's my point second corinthians 9:15 that's where it is second corinthians 9:15 at the end of all his talk on giving he ends it by saying thanks be to god for his indescribable gift mm. god gave us jesus god was generous with us. And mm. that's why if you're a wow. Christian, you should despise. <laughs> that's a strong word. Mm. Cheap people. Mm. Christians and being cheap should never go together. Yeah. We should be generous. I had a chance yeah. yesterday. We were in, uh, or yeah, yesterday. Mm. We, uh, Yeah. we. I oh, forget it. <laughs> I think I'm bragging <laughs> on ourselves too much. No. <laughs> Go brag, go brag on yourself. Okay, yeah. this is that verbal processing thing I, know, thing I, I was
0: talking about. Thank I'm you. like, you thank you for yeah, jumping in. Yeah, protect I me, I, follow, I knew where you were going me. with that, but you had a chance to be. You had a chance to be generous with somebody. Yeah. Actually, they were veterans, and it was a really cool opportunity. Yeah. And so we thank God for those little little moments where we can um, show what we believe. Yeah. But it, okay, so I hope. Doug doesn't give me the evil eye for this, but I want to say this. You know you're listening to this podcast because somebody cared enough to give to Serving Beyond Borders so that we can do this Yeah, because they want people to hear about the word of God. So that's, that's a giving thing. Yeah, it's not the- just that because we go cross-culturally – to help keep missionaries on the field. And also we make disciples who make disciples, which is our tagline. So yeah. we disciple those people so they in turn can be filled up to do the work of God.
1: Yeah. We're seeing yeah, we're literally seeing the gospel advancing and crossing yeah. cultures and and yeah. And God's so
0: awesome. But, when well, but, we have some work in some areas that we can't tell you about. If you looked on our website, you won't see them. If we talk, we will never talk about them because they're in closed areas where persecution exists. So when Doug earlier talked about the persecuted church and praying for for missionaries and persecuted peoples, like this is a big thing.
1: So yeah, let's go down that rabbit trail because we never talk about this. So here, listeners, you're going to hear some inside. You're going to get the inside scoop on this podcast. Mm. So. Yeah, serving beyond borders is a faith-based mission. We five hundred one c three nonprofit, and literally we live by the generosity of others. In fact, somebody just said that to you the other day. They said, "You guys never ask for money. You'll never hear us ask." Mm-hmm. Now we talk about the needs, and you can give, and we have a give button on our website and those kind of things. But uh, because we want you to store up treasures in heaven, mm-hmm. and If you can read our 990, you can write me, you can see what my salary is. If I'm living high on the hog and, you know. You
0: can do that actually for any missions um, organization. organization. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Except for the big ones. You know what the big ones do, Paula? They hide behind that they're a church and now (laughs) they don't have to file a 990. So you can't see what their salaries are. And that's, and if you see that run. I'm telling you, yeah. if you can't trust your organization, then then just or who you give to. yeah, who you give yeah. to, then run. Uh, yeah. We're very open about this, and but I'm not ashamed. People who give to us, they're storing up treasures in heaven. Yeah. We have somebody who just the widows' might. We get the widows' might, mm-hmm. and we get the big gifts, and they're all the same. Yeah. We know that their people are storing up treasures in heaven. We rejoice in it, and yeah. we.
0: And we just, because we just did our kind of end of the year, we're working on that at the end of the year. um, We go into a prayer and fasting time and stuff. And so we were looking at, at what Serving Man Borders has given away this year. And we've given almost half away to current projects overseas. Yeah. To help my salary.
1: Again, you want to see what my salary is? It's an open book. So some people go, wow, you could get more. And other people are like, man, you're living pretty okay. And somebody goes, wow, you're living okay. And they're like, do they know you live in Tampa, Florida? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually somebody from like, you know, the Midlands, you know, farmland and that. No. My, look at my wife. She's giving me the stink eye now. I am. <laughs> because people, nobody talks like this. Yeah. Who this talks is, about this? Is very I know. Dark, we don't yeah. talk about our money. We don't talk about our salaries. And we don't. Mm-hmm. Why? If if you are generous enough to give to us, why shouldn't we be accountable to you? Mm-hmm. So go look on, go Google it. See what it is. We've yeah besides our salary, then we're trying to help the poor. We're trying to, our biggest givers this year, our biggest things was trying to go to people who you don't know about, big organizations don't know about, but trying to help people in Lebanon. Because if you know anything about the devaluation of the lira there, they are literally, one, not close to starving to death. Some people like literally can barely make it. Others-
0: $300 a month.
1: Yeah, and they're trying to live on. We're that. The second is trying to, second organization in Africa that we're trying to help. So yeah. Okay. We can just go off. Yeah.
0: We didn't mean to go down. I took you down. This is rabbit very trail.
1: Yes. I guess maybe yeah. we, 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 this is our narcissistic podcast where we're talking <laughs> a lot about ourselves and what we're doing and that. the danger but, of talking but, about missions. But wait a second. This is where you're partnering. You're not giving money to your church. That's, that's the one thing. Okay. You're not giving money to your church. You're participating in, you in your work at the church. You are the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you're not giving money to the pastor. You're giving it to the church and you are part of the church. Mm-hmm. Our church is great. Once in a while, we'll do something crazy. Like give out a t-shirt to the, to people or give out, we got sunglasses one time. I'll never forget the first time I thought like, what are we doing? Why are we giving <laughs> out sunglasses? Like, why, why can't we use people's tie to bless them? It's their money. It's their church. You know, we always have to think of it as others kind of going off, but, Nobody talks about money like this. No, we I, don't. I, I like it. I like being open you, and you, making everybody you, uncomfortable. <laughs> and you are so uncomfortable right now; it's terrible. So, um, you anyway. always push me.
0: That's good. Let's it's get good. serious.
1: Let's get back to the call. Now we yes. know you should pray. We know you should give. Now, what about the missionary call, Paula? The f- famous missionary call. Yes. You well, you hear them? that?
0: You hear that word, but not just in missionary, but you know in uh, going into ministry, the minute, you know, the ministry, what is that? Yeah.
1: So, but here we are. Yes. Here we are talking about missions. So So.
0: the first view would be, these are just common views that are out there. Everyone is a missionary. Just some go overseas.
1: Yeah. And we totally disagree with that. We said it last week's podcast. Not everyone is a missionary. Mm-mm. Now, some people think, "No, everyone's a missionary." No, we don't believe that. Everyone's missional. We talked about last or week. Should but not. be yeah, missional. Should be, but not everyone. <laughs> Which means a missionary. that you're making disciples. Yeah. So yes. we think that's a bad call. Yeah. You, if you're living under that call, that's a bad call.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, umpire in a baseball yeah, game. Bad are. call. Yeah. And number two. Uh, uh, there's a specific call. So what I mean by that is like the Damascus Road experience with Paul, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Somebody just was, I was at a conference and I heard the call that I was supposed to go into missions, yeah. or, you know, or I was praying and I had a dream or a vision that I was called. That's um, that's the Macedonian vision where mm-hmm. the man in Macedonia, if you know, in Acts chapter uh, 16 Paul and Luke and were were in Turkey and they had they were in Trous, Trous and they had a vision mm-hmm. of a man in Macedonia saying come come here and preach the gospel and so they immediately got up and went to Macedonia and that's how some people are they have this vision this mm-hmm. call that I'm supposed to go we know a guy at 15 years old he was called to go to Egypt mm-hmm. he says and and that's one view and, and that's, he's
0: still here yeah I mean he's, he's still, still there, there. and okay. that's
1: probably the most common view of the missionary call that it's some dramatic existential experience Mm -hmm. that people have yeah and that could be true
0: yeah yeah could be well and we live but it's also
1: dangerous too
0: yes it can be well we would we would go back to are you sent are you recognized as somebody a church should send are you let's talk about that when we talk
1: about our four views on who should go what the call is what's the third call
0: everyone has a call a doctor has a call. A plumber has a call. A homemaker has a call. A pastor has a call, and a missionary is like this. it's, yeah, a, it's a different. It's just a call, and then
1: yeah, and then the missionary just uses his it's calling cross cultural. I guess we yeah, would say. he just uses a cross cultural of what his call is. Yeah. So we know people who are actually laboring in business world, but they're missionaries because they using their giftings in a calling in a cross-cultural setting Mm -hmm. and helping advance the kingdom of God, the Mm -hmm. gospel, kingdom of God, I said not the kingdom of God, advancing the glory of God on on earth. So that was just their calling Mm -hmm. to be a plumber, but they're using their plumbers calling overseas Mm -hmm. to to train and and use their giftings in that. And all the while they're making disciples because that's ultimately what it is, preaching the gospel, making disciples. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so, huh. now it's, here's probably the most common definition from the evangelical world. Now, mm-hmm. if you go to a Pentecostal setting, come up, they love to talk about the call. Mm-hmm. Everybody had some existential, I was at a conference and some guy came up and prayed over me and said, you're going to be a missionary and they took it, you know, mm-hmm. and that was it. Sometimes that's good, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's dangerous mm-hmm. sometimes, better have the right person t- t- telling you Well,
0: that. your call should always come from God, Yeah. Not- a person well so but
1: they would say the person used them but yep and i'm not putting that down no. but 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 that's one side now here comes the evangelical side bruce walkie the famous uh, he was a famous old testament scholar um this is what his vision how he defined the call you want to say that
0: yeah call is an inner desire given by the holy spirit through the word of god and confirmed by the community of christ
1: i like that but mm-hmm. um the inner desire given by the holy spirit um the only thing here is, but there is no existential call in, in his definition. Does mm. that, does that sometimes mean? there is? Yes. I Some- mean,
0: there, it, it, it is. I mean, when God told us to go, mm-hmm. the, the one, the one thing that really, um, that I held on to was when a missionary told us, told me jump, God holds the ropes yeah. and that was okay. That's it. It got serious.
1: Yeah. So what I guess I, I didn't even write this down, but so many evangelicals want to make it an objective thing. Well, it's what the Word of God. You're reading the Word of God, and the Word of God tells you, and they don't want the subjective experience, mm-hmm. you know, that the Pentecostals the talk rhema about. Word of yeah, that. the rainbow Word of God. Yeah, the rhema Word of God is dangerous when it's not connected with the Logos, with the Word of God. Yeah, the Bible. Yeah, but they're not mutually exclusive. You can be in the radical middle on this one, <laughs> yes. and that's where we want to land. The you can have a call a dream, a vision. You can be at a conference and just God spoke to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were with missionaries just recently, and they were on a conference call, a Zoom call with people. And a guy from another state basically says, somebody on the Zoom call, um, is, I think, is called to missions. And they had been praying about it, and they knew that was God's confirmation. They were supposed to go. And so, you know... They didn't read their Bible and get, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it was an existential mm-hmm. call. It was a subjective call, but it's confirmed by the church. It was confirmed by the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people that knew yeah. them
0: well, they're, they're spiritual mentors. Yeah. So, so yeah.
1: Our view, uh, let's talk about our view here. Okay. And this, while well, this podcast might go a little long, Um. or do you want to stop here and we can talk about it next week? Because uh, you said you had something you wanted to add, didn't you? Yeah. See, we're t- <laughs> Listen, we're, we're going to verbally process right we in front are. of you. Yeah, yeah, I think we could do yeah. another one next week, or yeah. should we just fit it in? No,
0: nope. I think we should do another one. Well, then I'm going to finish with the story. I think it's that important. It's
1: mission story. We're going to finish with the story. Okay, so we got it. Can I read this one? Because this is my yes. favorite. This is from John G. Patton. If you know John G. Patton, he had his uh, famous autobiography on his 30 years in the South sea islands with cannibals and he, yeah, he ministered <laughs> wow. in new herberties, herberties is that how you say it. Vanuatu now is what it is in the islands there. And, uh, he, he, this is a story that's written about him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Patton was weeding his garden when a cannibal aimed a musket on him. Patton knew that the cannibal had trained the weapon on him, but kept going down the road, weeding the cannibal kept following him. And for some reason, the cannibal sh- chose not to fire. Later, someone asked, how could you do that? Patton replied, you know, if my life is over, it's over. And if it's not, I better weed the garden. (laughs) That's good. God would not allow that cannibal to shoot Patton unless it was his time. And if it wasn't God's time, Patton had things to do. I love that. Mm -hmm. There's a great missionary. He He had the right theology. Just do your work and leave it up to God. God had called him to do the work, and if it was his time to go, it was his time to go. But until then, just keep doing what you're supposed to do. Thanks for listening to The Radical Christian Life with Doug and Paula. I think it's at this time we're supposed to do some pitch like hit the subscribe button or donate. But we just want to say, do what you want. We trust way more in the sovereignty of God than in the Christian industrial marketing complex. You just keep living radical for Jesus, and so will we, and let's watch how he blesses us all. We'll see you next time.